Hi, welcome back to Beyond the Gate, our Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Meg. And today we're covering episode 46, Looming Shadows. Yes, in this episode, those who prepare to reclaim a nation find their plans exposed. The chaos multiplies after an assassin strikes down a mighty leader in broad daylight. And Alphonse falls prey to monsters in the dark. And this covers manga chapters 84, Shadow of the Pursuer, and 85, The Empty Box. Yes. Alright. And this is a special episode because we are together in person. For the first time since starting this thing. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Not that special, I guess. Well, it is. And also, we're, we may sound different. Just a disclaimer, because um, we're actually visiting my hometown, and my dad lent us his very nice microphone, so hopefully it sounds better, I hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be surprised if it didn't. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's just get into this this episode. Um, it starts out uh, with actually a passage of time. It, a lot of time passes. The, the narrator says the new year... All the way to this, like, the story starts in the spring. So it's, I would say it's a good half a year. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, like, what time what time of year yeah. it was. Because in the last episode, Ed did say something like, I'm not going to see my brother Winry for a long time. So, I mean, like, we don't get to see what the characters were up to in the meantime, but we knew they were going to have, like, a passage of time before everybody meets up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we're in the springtime, and they're Miles and some of the northern soldiers. They are at a train stop in Risenbool, and they are unloading a bunch of tanks, and you kind of get the sense uh, something is a little bit off, and we find out that they they bring, we see them bring one to the rock bells, and Winry is inside. They have, they've snuck her back yes. um, to her home. <laughs> And I don't know, and she like pops out immediately. I'm like, oh wow, she looks like she's beautiful. Yeah. She's so mature. Yeah, she looks so much older. She is like glad to be home, and she uh, she goes to her bedroom and and um, gets out new clothes because she's you know hasn't had new clothes and her her own clothes for a long time, and she starts to change, uh, but she glances over. And we we see Ed. He is mid bite of sandwich, and mouth is just his face is so perfect. <laughs> yes, yes. And then she screams. Yeah, in the manga, actually, both of them scream. And also in the beginning of the chapter, when Winry first arrives at her house, you can see somebody in the window, and it's I I was guessing it was probably Ed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the most iconic scene. I had I had watched the scene even before we started Brotherhood. Yeah, definitely, definitely one of one of my favorites. Um, and so the the soldiers from the north they hear they hear Winry and they rush up, and then the chimeras come in, and then Den and Greedling coming behind them, and it's like a standoff. Like the yeah. soldiers pull their guns and dogs bite barking and it's just crazy and they're like what are you doing here and um, um i i love in the manga it's it's really cute because like when winry's comrades rush in they're like are you okay ma'am and like when ed's comrades rush in they're like you okay kid they're like so <laughs> concerned for each other yeah so cute um and yeah there's this kind of standoff and then um winry's like ed what's going on and ed is 
kind of sassy, and she's like, shut up, <laughs> like, stop. Don't be a smart aleck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Winry, being, being Winry, she kicks everyone out. Um, and, like, literally kicks them out. <laughs> and he has, notice I think that he pulls out a, a wrench or something. But you notice that Ling was, like, cross-legged yeah, or something totally, when she flies like, away. Yeah, he was, just has his arm crossed, and he's just, like, flying through the air. Like, he doesn't care. <laughs> um, and then it, it, she kicks everyone out except for Ed, which is honestly a new a new thing, because she's always the one he, that, um, I mean, he's always the one that she beats up first. Uh <laughs> And then, I don't know, it was really cute after this, because they were, they both were like, yeah, I'm glad to see you, and I was so worried about you, and I'm glad you're okay, and yeah, <laughs> it was adorable. Um, yeah. Also, cute moment in the manga, when, like, everybody's fighting and arguing in Winry's room, Ed's just calmly standing there munching on a sandwich, and he finishes yeah. it. He's like, oh, just, just a normal Monday. Like, I'm hungry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a growing boy. Yeah. Al needs those calories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Um, and then that's when we learn that Winry tells Ed that Al is actually at the train station right now, and Ed starts to go to see him, but then he's like, I, I can't actually go see him, because I'm a fugitive, I'm on the run, yeah. and it's so sad, because it's been so long, and... He desperately wants uh, to see his little brother, yeah. but he knows it's a, it's a bad idea. Yep, and this is when, when we get to see... Granny again, and I, I, the thing that I noticed about this scene is she comes in, and um, you see all the the guys piled up outside. <laughs> They're out. <laughs> um, then um, Winry finally meets Greenling for the first time, and she is very confused. But I didn't even like think about that. Like she hadn't yeah. actually seen him and didn't really know what had happened. She just knows Ling because uh-huh. she's like, oh, and she doesn't even know Ling that well. But she's yeah. like, you're, you're Ling, right? And they have this weird moment where where Greenling's like, oh, you mean him? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm greed, but here's what happened, and mm-hmm. Ed has to fill in the gaps, and Winry's just kind of processing that. Yes, yes. So they she she catches up with everyone, but then. Um, she is fixing Ed's automail. That's why this we learned this is why they came to Rizabool, so that he could get a tune up and, you know, get ready for the for the promised day. Um and Winry's telling him about the the plan in the east, um, to kind of start start the uh start the attack, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um and she also tells Ed that his father is in Okay, I don't Kanoma, Kanoma, or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that she, he needs to go see him and and learn all the information that we already know. Yeah, that's right. Winry um, got to talk to him before Ed got the whole story. She mm-hmm. at this point knows more than he does. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ed tells her to leave the country, um, take Granny and Den and get out. Just kind of, I mean, basically what. Olivier did with her family. Yeah, or like what, um, what Hohenheim said to Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ago. yeah, but Winry, classic. She gets she gets very mad. Like I'm not I'm not leaving, and she tells him to protect the country first and then get their bodies back. Yeah. Um. They have a standoff. <laughs> yes, they have a standoff, and this is when you see that Ed is taller than her. Like Ed is so. Not only that, but Ed got kind of ripped. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he well, he's. I mean, he was always, always kind of ripped, but like but he's just his body's just is, maturing. Yeah, and he's, he's like bulked up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, Winry's shoulders are wider too, mm-hmm. but like he his hair is also like extremely long now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, 
I, well, <laughs> when I watched this the first, for the first time, I was like, oh, if I had been, like, 15, 16 or whatever, the biggest crush on him. There is a post, I think I saw on Pinterest, where um, somebody made the comment, like, Ed's probably one of those guys who the young girls in his town fawn over, and he doesn't really realize. I mean, just imagine it. He's, like, this person who's trying to save the country, and then when he comes back home, he's got this golden hair, and... I mean, like, when he's not angry, he's a polite, down-to-earth country boy. Mm-hmm. So, of course, like, girls would be kind of fawning over yeah, him. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that he was... He was quite the catch, but... It was... They were all too late. Yeah. Sorry. We <laughs> just got him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but I love how Ed says, take Granny and Den. Like, it's so cute how the dog is such a big part of their family. Because mm-hmm. uh, Arakawa loves dogs, so she incorporates them into the story wherever she can. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. Um, and in the manga, Ed ends, um, his and Winry's argument with, blah, 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 you talk too much. <laughs> okay, Ed. <laughs> uh, and then, as Ed kind of, I wouldn't necessarily storms off, but kind of a little bit. Um. He's a little yeah, immature about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Greed is, like, outside listening, and he's... I don't remember how the conversation actually begins because I wasn't listening. <laughs> but <laughs> um, he he's basically telling Ed that it's like okay to to go after what he wants and greed is not all bad because everyone wants something um, and like want like the things that you want is aren't always bad. Um, and Ed he disagrees. Kind of because he's like, well, look, I wanted my mom back, and look what happened. I'm in this mess because of something, because of greed, mm-hmm. I guess. And um, pride, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think both of them are the extremes of the conversation, mm-hmm. and yeah. they both have valid points, and they both have things that they probably are wrong about, too. But they've both been in situations where they've had to take their stance and just, like, stay on that side of the fence. Like, Ed had a uh, really horrible experience where he let Greed get away from him and suffered the consequences. And then Greed is somebody who his um, wanting allies, wanting to protect them, like, maybe he feels like not being greedy enough led to his friends getting killed the first time around. Like, Mm -hmm. him not fighting hard enough for what he wanted. Yeah. It's a, I, I, it's an interesting conversation. Um, but then Ed and, and his, Ed and Greedling and the Chimeras, they, they're leaving and Ed makes a promise to Winry that he's going to fix things and, and come back in one piece and to have an apple pie ready for them. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't, as far as I remember, I, he, they don't see each other again until, till after it's all over. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad so, they had this moment. Yeah, it was good. Then we go to Lior, and we kind of... This is when we kind of see everybody else start to make their their moves. Um, first in Lior, Yoki and the Chimeras are still there, and we learn they're waiting to meet up with Marco and Scar, who then arrive, <laughs> and they're, they're heading to Central. And while they're on the road there, they meet up with um, other Ishvalans, and they're going to join, join them, too. Um, and then... We go to, like, the eastern, I don't know, military base, mm-hmm. and we, the east, the east and north 
army or they're gonna they're training together and it's like a mock battle yeah yeah and uh this is when we learned bradley bradley is watching over the training um and and miles and grumman are there and we we kind of see that they have a plan but because bradley's there like they can't really carry it out yet um and then uh Al, he is at the train station. He's in the east with everybody, but he's hiding. Um, and he is, keeps seeing his, his body and he's kind of like going in and out of consciousness. And while he's at the train tracks, he notices some drool. (laughs) Megan hates that. I I do too, but, (laughs) um, then we see Gluttony. He he's back. We haven't seen him since he um since like he died. Reincarnated yeah. with father. Yeah. Yeah. And Pride is there too and and Al is like struggling to stay conscious and he passes out and, and gets captured. So that poor kid. Yeah. And nobody knows. Um and then we see Olivier and Roy. <laughs> uh they're meeting up at, at Olivier's house. Her mansion. Yeah, her mansion. <laughs> and Roy's like, you know, I'm almost ready. I almost have time to take you to dinner. Um, <laughs> I don't know exactly what's going on with that, but... No, he's just, he's making a pass at her, but I feel like it's all just a pretense to, to get close to her yeah, and pass information. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, but Olivier, um, I know in the manga, they had like a, a little bit longer of a scene for this because she's in her mansion and all the servants are kind of talking about, like, wow, she kicked out her family. What a shame. She must be so lonely. And I think to a certain extent she is, but that's just because she's got more information than anybody else about what's happening with the country. So when Roy comes over, it's like one more ally that knows almost as much as she does. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And then we also we also learn that um, if she dies, she's going to leave her mansion to him because she'd rather leave it to him than to... <laughs> Alex. Like, I tolerate you just a bit more than my yeah, brother. Yeah, <laughs> right? She's kind of mean to Alex, but, like, I mean, she just calls him a coward, which, like, I do, like, you understand that, because he, he did abandon his, you know... He didn't stand up for his beliefs, and then he kind of, like, abandoned his post, but yeah, I think he's just a good guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Her reasons for being hard on him might be more of, like, if I distance myself from my family, then the enemy can't use them against me. I could see that. Yeah. That's just a theory. <laughs> uh, and then Roy gives her a bouquet of hyacinths, and there's a message inside letting her know that Salim is the, is a homunculus. Um, and then <laughs> he, he, he does a very Roy thing. He's <laughs> like, hyacinths represent ladylike charm, and <laughs> Olivia's furious at him um and it's super funny she she throws she throws the flowers in the fire and then calls him a little punk um (laughs) that was actually really smart though because like the flowers had the message inside of them Mm -hmm. he gave her a reason to get angry so she could throw them in the fire yeah like everything (laughs) yeah everything is like a game um part of the plan really uh but it it works (laughs) um and I guess I don't know. We can talk, we can bring this up now. That, yeah. Um, like it's. Give me one second. I'm gonna like find the post. Do 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 do
You want me to leave that in? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, please don't. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yep. Um, yeah, so what, what we wanted to mention, like, when she calls him a little punk, um, Mustang is, like, ten years younger than everybody else, like, in the upper ranks. Um, like, if you, if you notice, there's, like, quite a few scenes where, like, other people call him a little punk, like, Kafir calls him a punk, and... Oh, um, oh is that that's the, is the, that doctor, the doctor? Dr. Knox, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's... And there's, well, we saw, we saw a post where it's, like, talking about this, and they're like, that's, that's why he hired Ed, because, uh, he's, like, 15 years younger than him, so now there's, now there's someone even younger and more annoying than he is. He can take more of the heat yeah. than Roy. But I feel like Ed just gets away scot-free because he's sort of a free agent, like, mm-hmm. I'm a state alchemist who travels for a living to research, so mm-hmm. he's not, like, climbing the ranks of the military at all, and yeah, he didn't, couldn't care less. Didn't, yeah, it didn't exactly work in yeah. his favor. Because Roy has big ambitions to climb the ranks, but mm-hmm. Ed's just kind of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's kind of a funny thing to notice that, like, everybody's, like, just frustrated with him, because it's like, how did, you know, you're, you're so young, and you're... Let's have so much baby power. Face <laughs> yeah, right. Um, anyway, then uh, kind of the last thing we go back, we go back to the training in the east, and we learn that the promised day is tomorrow. Um, and Grumman is very frustrated because he can't carry out the plan because of Bradley. Um, and then this is when we go up to Bradley, and we learn that he he knows um, he has learned of their whole plan. Uh, he's learned that they're gonna put a, they're going to put on a revolt in the east, um, and then the Ishbalans are going to attack central, and then Grumman is going to meet up with Roy, um, and they're going to pretend to, like, protect the city from the Ishbalans, but they're actually going to be staging a mutiny. Um, so he basically knows their whole plan now, uh, but... I'll be honest, I got kind of lost when they were explaining all that. I was just like, <laughs> what's the plan? <laughs> yeah, it's, I... It makes sense when you watch it, but, yeah, like... Yeah, but it's, like, well, it's so confusing, and that's not even what really goes down in the end as we go further, yeah, so... Yeah, And then Bradley's like, oh, shoot, gotta go back to Central to to take care of this, and while he's on his way back um, on train, the train stops, and there's, like, some sheep crossing, um, and then... The train keeps moving forward, but his car gets disconnected and left behind on, like, the ravine that they're in. Classic. And, yes, like, like oh, shoot, this is it. <laughs> um, and Grumman's men blow up the train car <laughs> above the ravine. And Which is more effective than most heroes going against the villain, because uh-huh. normally we're like, let's take the moral high ground and bring them in to jail, and they're like, nope, nope. This, is, this is an actual this homunculus is- monster we're blowing him sky. Yeah, Grumman's like, nope, I'm I'm getting rid of this guy. Um, it was pretty, honestly, like it was like a whoa. Yeah, moment. I didn't actually see it see that coming. No, I didn't like. I don't think we didn't think he actually died. Oh, for he sure was not. a homunculus, no. so like he's probably he fine. can survive quite yeah. a bit. But it was a it was a valiant effort. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, we see... Uh, I was very happy to see this. We yes. saw Riza and Great Eye Fear getting ready for the promised day. Putting on their gear, looking all cool. Yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah, so stuff's much. about to go down. I love that crew. We mm-hmm. need to see more of them. Oh, 
and then there's like a little end credit scene um, where the leaders of the military are like freaking out because Bradley might be dead. Um, and Olivier's there and she's like, this is my chance to take control. But then Father and Sloth arrive and they're like, we're in charge now. Yeah. I and like how Olivier, before, she's like, I can take control because these guys are pathetic. As soon as yeah. their leader dies, they go to pieces. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the episode. Yeah. Um, so we did have one voice actor note. So, um... A while ago, we covered one of the uh, soldiers from Briggs, whose name was Liam. Uh, the guy who was with Liam, his name is Mick Murray, which I thought that was awesome. They actually gave these randos some, like, a name. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty nice name. Um, he's played by Greg Dulce. Dulce? Sorry, Greg. <laughs> Dulce or... Yeah. Uh, no. Greg Dulce, who plays Chimera from My Hero Academia. He, and he's also additional voices in both Attack on Titan and Black Clover. Um, his first name, Mick, is of English origin, meaning who is like God, and his last name, Murray, is also of English origin, meaning from the sea town. Hmm. Who is like God from the sea town. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and then... Oh, yes. We, besides the theory of Roy, you know, hiring Ed to the military to yes. look older, I don't know, uh, we also yeah. had an another theory about uh, the reason Ed might be growing taller... Um, and Meg said it's probably because he has the lighter automail now, because they mentioned that his heavy yes. automail might have been stunting his growth. And then I thought it might be because Al's body is starting to deteriorate more, so, like, all of the nutrients and stuff are going to Ed's body to help him grow faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, like, six months have passed, too. And six months, and he's so. a teenager, so he's gonna, he's gonna grow like a yes. weed. <laughs> yes. But also, keep being short, we need Al, we need Al to be okay. <laughs> Nutrients. But I'm sure everything will be fine, not that I know what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ed's height, he's officially taller than Winry, and by quite a bit, too, like mm -hmm. a couple inches. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, his hair antenna adds a little bit, but... Nah, he was definitely... He's definitely he taller. Yeah. Uh, and as far as animation expertise, this is more of like a character design thing, but... Mustang looks a lot younger in this episode to me. I'm not sure if you noticed that. Uh, it could be because his face looked more joyful, so it looked more youthful. Because when he's talking to Olivier, he kind of has this dopey grin on his mm -hmm. face. Um, and he's not scowling like usual, and he's pulling a lot of Edward faces. like like. Yeah, I think, like, for me, when I, when I see him, like, go into that mode, like, that's his, like... Um, Spy mode, like I'm, I'm on a mission. I'm undercover. And, yeah, kind like, of his, his his goofy kid mode is like his. No one's gonna suspect mm -hmm. I'm actually really smart. Kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also like could this. because he's standing next to an older woman in the military. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, I am a child compared to you. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, and then another thing I wanted to talk just briefly about was um, greed. What greed said to Ed, and I'll read what what his uh what his quote was. Um, greed may not be good, but it's not so bad either. Everyone wants something that they don't have. Mm. Which is true. And that made me think of a quote from Attack on Titan. Uh, the character Kenny said, everybody's drunk on something. And his philosophy was basically, like, the world can be hard, so everybody has something they turn to for, like, comfort or to mm -hmm. help get them through. And it could be, like, family. It could be, like, actual, like, getting drunk kind of drink. 
It could be your spouse, something, or a dream. Um, so I think to a certain extent that is true. Like, what, what do you put your hope in when you've lost your way kind of thing? Um, and greed can be good if you are doing it for someone else, I think. Like we've said before, like, if you're looking out for someone else and you want something so desperately for them. Because um, I would say Ed is greedy to get Al's body back. Uh-huh. But you don't want to take that too far, otherwise you're going to have a human transmutation moment. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, I don't know, I liked that whole conversation. It's like, yeah, it's not, yes, it's one of the seven deadly sins, but, like, it, it, can, it can be a good thing. Like, the same with, like, pride. Too. Yeah, like having pride in your work or something you've accomplished is a good thing, but it can also go too far. Yes, like it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing was a brief story elements analysis. Uh, we get a time skip, so a common thing, especially in anime, uh, we catch back up with the characters and get a debriefing on what's happened in the time we've missed, and it's like off screen. And a time skip usually covers a period of time the audience doesn't really need to see, so they can just, like, verbally mm-hmm. catch us up or show a couple of flashback images. Okay, if you could have seen, like, one group during that time skip, which one would you have wanted to see? Well, normally I would say Ed, but I think, you know, he was, like, in recovery and then, like, on his way with the Chimeras, but he was also with Greedling, so that would be very entertaining. <laughs> Um, but Winry, that would be kind of cool to see what she would do, yeah, too. I agree. I was, I was going to go with that in Greenlink, because I love, because <laughs> I haven't seen each other in so long, and, like, there had to have been, like, some, some disagreements. <laughs> oh, for <and> sure. <laughs> would have been entertaining. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Megan, what was your favorite line? Mine came from Ed. I just wanted someplace private to eat my sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) He had, like, a little voice crack at the end of the sentence, too. That was perfect. (laughs) And then, what was your Uh, Uh, Mine also came from Ed, like, I think almost immediately after, when Winry was asking him about what's going on. And and he's like, looks like a cautionary tale about guns. (laughs) So deadpan. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then what did we learn in this episode? Uh, We learned that sometimes a little bit of confidence goes a long way. And that refers to when Winry made Ed tell her that he could save a mistress. Uh, She she made him promise that um, he would save the country, basically to to say, like, I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to go to safety because I need you to assure me that you can do this, that you can, like, Mm -hmm. save everybody. And that I'll have a home to come back to, but yeah. I'm going to stay right here because I believe in you, but you need to believe in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> push the story forward. Grumman for trying to blow up Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think I agree with most of the stuff that Grumman does in this series, but at least he's trying to do something. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <sighs> All right. Uh, that is... All we have for this episode, um, uh, follow us on Instagram at Full Metal Beyond the Gate. Mm-hmm. You can check out our, our YouTube channel. Which, which I am behind at. I'm sorry, yeah, guys. I will get I caught mean, up. yeah, you're behind, behind on, but it's surprising because there's, like, quite a few people, quite
quite a few people that are listening on there. Thanks, guys. Like, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> My efforts are not in vain. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's, that's all about it. Yeah. All right. See you.